How you doing, everyone? This is episode three of the Restricted Zone podcast. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about the Lakers, who are already up 2-0, and and they're looking to take full control of the Western Conference Finals versus the Denver Nuggets. But can the Denver Nuggets snatch game three and keep their playoff hopes alive? Also, on the basketball end, we'll talk about how the Celtics defeated the Heat in game three, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Can they make this an interesting series? We'll see. And as well, on the NFL side, we're going to talk about week two, our predictions that we made in the previous episode, and our full opinion on the Eagles and their performance. So stay tuned in. How you doing, everyone? How you doing, Raph? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. Can't complain. How you doing, DP? What's going on? What's going on, fellas? How's it going? Chilling, man. How you doing, Chris? What's going on? How's everybody doing today? How about you, Mara? What's going on? I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. All right. So now let's get things started with the Lakers. So, you know, the Lakers, they're looking to take control of game three. You know, what's you guys, what's, what do you guys are paying on that? You think, the, you think the Nuggets win game three and make it a yes. fight? Absolutely, yeah, bro. I've been saying, I've been saying that this is going to go 6-7. Absolutely not. I mean, absolutely not. What's I mean, <laughs> listen, man, as a Lakers fan, that's what you should be saying. You should be rooting your team up. I, I don't expect I mean, anything less, but man, I'm just saying, I, don't I, sleep I think, on Denver. All right, let me, let, me, let me make this clear real quick because I wait, think wait, all wait, y'all Rav, think. Rav, I know you got a lot to say. Let's let Mar and DP give their own predictions. Do you guys yeah, think right. it's in game three? Um, yeah, the Nuggets can win game three. You saw they did in game two. They, and they shot bad that game. Oh. Imagine if they shoot good. Oh, okay. DP, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, if the, can the Nuggets win it? They can win it. Um, like like we talked about earlier, uh, LeBron played like crap in the fourth quarter, so I don't expect him to come out and play like that in the fourth quarter. I think if he st- play up to his standards, I think that the Lakers win this game tonight because they was All up right. by 16 in the fourth already. Okay, okay. So, Rav, back, back to what you was playing on saying. So what, what's your thoughts on that? No, like, my prediction is, of course, I got the Lakers winning, but I was just going back to what Chris was saying. Like, he's just saying, like, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm really just a Bron fan, but I just really feel like the Lakers are the best team in the Western Conference, and it's, and it's so far, it's true. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong by that. All I'm saying is we see the Nuggets come back from two, three, one series deficits. So, obviously, them being two down 2-0 isn't anything to them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's a different breed, though. <laughs> the Nuggets – a different breed if you haven't seen, and they still young, still young. Yeah, they time. It's not they time yet though. They, 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 you, you you may be true, but I'm just saying though. You see what they can do, and it's not they time yet. I do give them one game. I just I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna win tonight. If if anything, even if it's a sweep, it's gonna be a competitive sweep. But I don't see that happening whatsoever. It depends. So I what agree. Sweep. What you what you think about that DP? I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna go to five. I got the Nuggets winning one. Um, so I got them winning game four. You know, backs against the wall. They're going to be down 3-0, and they're going to give it all they got. And I think that's the game that they're going to win. I think the Lakers, are going, you know, they're not going to come out with the same energy, obviously, because they're not down 3-0. And right. then I think that the Nuggets will take that one, and then I think they'll close it out in five. What about you, Mar? Uh, I can see the Nuggets getting – I can see the Nuggets taking it to seven, honestly. Seven. Uh, yeah, because like I said, they had a bad shooting night last night and came back from down 16. They can win. It's obvious. It's, well, it's pretty obvious. They okay. were down 16, came back against the Lakers. Anthony Davis, the Clippers, the Lakers just won. And Anthony Davis isn't going to hit every game winner. But I do think there's a key difference between this series and the last series is that both superstars on the Clippers team malfunctioned for three games straight. So that that was on the Nuggets side. I don't think that's gonna happen with LeBron and AD. Yeah, but like I said, when the Nuggets came back on the Clippers, they were seven for nine from from three pointer. They were like one for six against the Lakers and only lost by a bucket. So if they're hitting, why can't they win? Well, I think because the last game, LeBron, like we talked about already, he played bad in the fourth quarter. He had four turnovers. Uh, I think he was like one for six himself. I just don't see multiple four quarters from LeBron like that. And so if, if AD get it going and then LeBron get it going, because also LeBron was – he knew he was off because he was holding on to the ball. He was doing that thing where he hold on to the ball and then he tried to milk it and control – the he could try to control the clock at the end of the game. 
and you know, then he's shooting up threes, airballing threes. Like I don't see that consistently happening. And I think that's what allowed the Nuggets to get back in the game. LeBron's poor play rather than, you know, um the Nuggets good play. I think the Lakers they, they shooting bad also because I think the Lakers is playing really good defense on them. Okay. So who so for game three, we practically Rav thinks the Lakers win. Uh Mar thinks that the Nuggets can make something happen. DP thinks the Lakers will win because he doesn't think LeBron will have that same, you know, mishap in the fourth quarter. And Chris, I believe you said the Nuggets or Lakers? Uh, Nuggets. I think they. I think it could be two-two by Game Five. I, don't, I think it can. Really? Okay. So let me ask you this: Who you think is like the the X factor for the Nuggets? Who you think will take them over that hump? Let's say hypothetically speaking, they were to push this to a Game Seven. Who you think, like, you think is a one player or, or is it, like, two players? You think it's Jokic and Murray? You think it's Mike, Michael Porter Jr. because he's having a nice – what do you guys think? I think I it's Gary – oh, my, go ahead, Chris. All right. I was about to say, I don't really see – I don't think their team is the X factor. And by that, I basically mean – I mean, they have a star player in Jokic. They have a good second-player option in Jamal Murray, who stepped up big against um, – in the first round against Utah. Uh, Jokic stepped up big in the second round against uh, the Clippers. But I think, though, their X factor is just their whole team when they play well together because they're a team first bet. Well, what's what I was trying to say? It. They play team ball. Now, Murray and Jokic may fill up the stat sheet, but they still rely on everybody else to do their part so that they can fill up the stat sheet, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I, I, I looked at them, and the thing that I look at it as, I think Gary Harris needs to play better. He hasn't been playing well. Um, at least not from the eye test when you look at him. Um, his shot is not falling. He's not even playing the same defense that he was playing in the last series. Even though, you know, guys got buckets, you can see that he played intense defense. He was on them. Um, he made things a little bit tough. Um, so I, I think that he needs to do a, a better job on the defensive end and, and making shots. But I think the Nuggets bench as a whole um, just need to play better. Morris need to play better. Um, it's, it's almost like it's Jokic and Murray and then – you know, Michael Porter, he may get it going. That's another – like, I, I like Michael Porter a lot, but, you know, he got this Kuzma complex where they think that they better than what they really are. Um, and sometimes that helped the team. It do. And I think Michael Porter actually – he helped keep them in the game a little bit the last game um, because of that. But, you know, I would like to see him, you know, be more involved with the bench um, as far as helping other guys maybe get involved, moving the ball a little bit, not taking certain shots, um, that type of basketball. Okay. I don't know, man. I love that attitude, though. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, this is second year, third year. I think it's his third year. No, I no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's his third year. It's technically still his rookie year because he didn't yeah. play last year. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So right. I, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. I do like it. But I think their bench work well when everybody is is moving. The ball is moving. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, like I said, he just he know how good he can be or he, he believe he is good as he is, you know. And I think sometimes that might boggle down that that second unit, because I don't think that the Lakers second unit is really um, that great. I think they I think they play well together. You might leave AD on the court. You might leave Brown on the court, you know, so the Nuggets second unit, they have to play as a team um, if they're going to straddle their if the, if the Lakers going to straddle their two uh, stars together. Um, with the starters in the bench. Well, well, with that being said, you know, despite the talent and, you know, the, the competitive drive of the Nuggets, I just don't see that the Lakers letting this even get to game seven. If, hypothetically speaking, it does, I don't think Bron would choke. Definitely don't think that'll happen because that'll definitely tarnish his legacy. But like I said, I got the Lakers going up. They win, they go to the finals, I think in five games. Uh, Mar, your final, your final prediction? Um. Nuggets and seven. DP, your final <laughs> prediction? Lakers and five. Yeah, Raph, your final prediction? Lakers and five. And Chris, your final prediction? Uh, I'm going Nuggets and seven. And, yo, and I want to, I, I want to say, I want to say something, man. Like, we keep doing this thing where, like, like Colin, you just said it. Like, LeBron's legacy, LeBron's legacy can only grow. Like, you can't take away from 17 years of basketball. Like I don't like no matter what you try to say, you can't take away from 17 years of basketball. You just can't. I mean, if, if he lose to a team that's clearly not as great as his team, and then you know he, but he has beat the team that everybody picked to be his team. But he has such an advantage, and to let that slip, that would 
I mean, you wouldn't have to. I'm okay, not to tarnish his reputation, but you wouldn't look at him like, man, you know, like you're you're LeBron, you're the king. You, that, that, I, think the only, I think the only way more dirt could be thrown in his legacy is if he's up three one and loses. I think exactly. he got most of his tarnished legacy when he lost to the Mavericks. I'll and say he, that for sure. And even something, and even something like that, like this is the thing. This why this is how I look at it. Where do you have LeBron at? And the, like, we can ask the question, but I'm just this is a rhetorical question. Where do you have LeBron at? So when you look at it from where do you have him placed at? Like me, I got him number two behind Jordan. I think Jordan is the greatest. Ooh, I got him number two. Behind, I, I got him number two. We, we can go. Oh, I got him number two. I got him number two behind Jordan. Wait, 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 I got, I got wait, one see, question. See, Everyone's not all right. One by one. Go ahead. So I got number two behind Jordan. So my thing is, no matter what happens at this point, I can't, I can't not see the last seventeen years. So he only can go up for me. Like the only thing he can do now is surpass Jordan, tie Jordan, or stay where he is. That's how I look at it. Wow. Yeah, I think he better than Kobe. Yeah, not, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, listen, I'm a diehard Kobe fan, but yes, LeBron. If you want to look at the stats, yeah, LeBron. But honestly, yeah. But the behind number two, I mean, he's just not. He's in. Can you can give me a top five DP? I just want to know. So Michael Jordan, LeBron, and who rounds out oh, the rest? Of the I mean, I don't really. Honestly, I don't really have no. Oh, Kareem in that list. My 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 uh my list is not in order. Kareem definitely in there. Um. I got Larry Bird in there. I got Larry Bird over, over Magic. I like Larry Bird better than Magic. Whoa. Um, and then the fifth, I don't really, I don't know. This is like a toss up for me. I, I feel like after you get past the top three, which is to me Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem, I feel like the rest of them is pickums to me. Honestly. Okay. All right. So we're not gonna engage in that. We'll say that conversation for another day. So putting that aside. All right. Two and two. Nuggets and. Lakers, so it's a tie, but they play tonight at 9 o'clock p.m., so I know everyone will be tuning in for that. So now we'll talk about the Celtics and Heat. So I think it was episode one. It was really a toss-up before the series even started, you know, who would come out on the top. And, you know, I believe, DP, you had the Celtics winning? Yeah, I had the Celtics in seven. Yeah, the Celtics winning. And, Mar, did you have the Celtics winning as well or the Heat? So, Jackson, hey. You can decide. Chris, what about you? All right, I told you I'm rocking with Miami right now. And Raph. I feel like I said I feel like I said Celtics in six. Mm, so right now, so what do you, where do you guys stand on that right now? Is the is the Heat lead two to one? The Heat's been playing. Oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. Oh, game over. It's over. Oh man, that's that's Mars. I mean, what what do you think, Raph? What do you think? No, I still got the Celtics. I still got confidence in them. You do mm. all right, Chris. What about you? And I'm not gonna say it's over, but well, I'll say it like this if the Heat win tonight, it's over. I'll say well, that for sure. And DP, you was the Celtics pick. What what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'm on I'm on the same page as Chris. If the if if my if Miami win tonight, I think it's over. I mean, oh. I think that that three one everybody ain't the nuggets, everybody ain't coming back from three one like that. You know, some people, you know, not 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 in the playoffs twice, three times. I think that um if the if the Heat win tonight, I think it's over for the Celtics. But okay. if, the, if the Celtics win tonight, I still got it going to 7. And I'm and I'm picking the Celtics to win tonight, so I still got it going 7. Okay, so what do you guys think in the terms of okay, what do you what do you guys think the Celtics can do to make it to take that to that game 7 and potentially win the whole the entire series? Like what do you think the Celtics need to do? Kemba Walker need to step up. Mm. Walker. Step, step up. up. Oh, right. step up. Yeah, step I, up. I think I hope by step up you mean just close out games because that's what he needs to do. <laughs> what you mean by step wait, up? wait, wait, one by one. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. No, I'm asking him. What does he mean by like Chris said? Is he, we talking about closing games? What What do you mean by stepping up? Well, closing out games would be stepping up, and and he said it himself. Kimball Walker said it himself that I got to play better. Oh, okay. So, that's okay. not. It's yeah. It's he. He got to. He got to step up. If, at the end of the game, if, if you need him to make good plays and get his team in the good sets and take good shots, then that would be stepping up. So what do you guys think about Jason Tatum? You think he's the key factor in them taking in the game seven? Their X factor is Kemba Walker. Mm. So you don't got no expectation for Jason Tatum, Marky Smart, Jalen Brown, just so, no Gordon Hayward? No, 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 time out. What I said was X factor is Kemba Walker. By that I mean they're all going to play their part until the fourth quarter, but it's going to be a close series. It's going to be a close game regardless of whoever's 
something's going off. So by that, I mean, when it gets down to the fourth quarter, I'm not giving the ball to Jason Tatum. I'm giving it to Kemba Walker so he can do something. All right. Uh, what do you think, Raph? What do you think the Celtics need to do to take it to game seven and potentially win the series? Or do you think that he take it all the way? I mean, just, just, just going off what everybody's saying, I do agree that Kemba, if you want to have him as a closer, sure. I mean, I still feel like, I mean, I don't know. I still see that closing potential in Tatum as well. I'm, yeah. See, I, I like I like Tatum as a closer, but he just his shot selection at the end of games, man. It's, yeah, um, especially it's that, dunk, that dunk he took. I, like, why? I don't know why. You know, that didn't make any sense. But you know, the, the dunk didn't make sense. Yeah, I I got I got to give that to Bam. That's that was that's he, a, he, that's just he a great, that's a great yeah. defense. Yeah, he, he got a step. Exactly. But that wasn't but that wasn't the type of shot selection at, at you know to try and make at that time. I mean, what was that about? Yeah. That? What was yeah, that about the shot attempts? You had to. He got they the were down by two. two. What would you? Come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. Come on. What, what would you? They were that? down by two. Attack the basket. That was just a great defense to play. You can't get get bad at Tatum over that. And he had the step. Right. He was past Butler. All right, everyone. I mean, Bam. No, I mean, Bam. No, Bam. No, no, putting no, 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 no. good. Colin, defensive, defensive position, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's indefensible. That's what indefensible. were you gonna do, Colin? What would you have done? Passed it. <laughs> what? Wasn't oh, it like man. how much time was on the clock? Wasn't it like four seconds it, or something like that? It was a no. It was more oh, than that. Oh. Oh. The band got the block. They got the. Everybody got found. They still yeah, put up some free throws. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, oh, that's true. That's true. As soon as Colin got the step, he would have floated that joint up. <laughs> he said, "Pasty, yo, you're drunk." No, he got the step on him. That was a clear lane. It was, it was a Bam great. It was a great attempt. Great it was just yeah. a great block. Bram, Bram almost broke his wrist to get it. I guess he got dollars layup was bad then. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a wide bad. open lane. It's a wide open lane. He just, he just, he just blocked him. That's it. Should have oh. passed to the curry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, so everyone's, so everyone's final. Okay, let's say hypothetically speaking, let's say that he does win the series because they have the advantage. We're gonna go off that as of now, and the Lakers and, and the Nuggets. We could clearly see. I mean, it should. The Lakers should win that series. Let's say we have a potential matchup in the final: Lakers versus Heat. Who would you guys take? Lakers. Lakers. I'll take, I'll take Lakers. Really? No Heat. Yeah. They don't got the bigs to match up with them. It's, it'll be a competitive series, but they don't got the bigs to match up with them. Mm, so, so, no one think so it's okay to interject for some breaking news real quick that I just got that y'all probably got as well. Yeah. Uh, Billy Donovan is going to become the next head coach of the Bulls. Wow. That, that's different. I don't know how to feel about that. Neither do I. Yeah. Well, We'll save that conversation for another day. But so no one has the heat winning, not even taking it to making it a, a tough series. Like, Do you? I mean, Do I, you? Think, I think the heat could win. Yeah, but the question yeah. was the question you said was can the heat win? So everybody don't think that win. Nobody think that I don't think nobody think it's gonna be a sweep. I don't think. I think everybody no, that's not gonna be a sweep. No, it's gonna be a sweep. No, it's not gonna be a sweep. But I don't think the heat I don't think down the stretch the heat are gonna match with the Lakers. All right. Okay, so that's the end of that for the basketball side of things. So now we make a transition to the NFL. I know it's like a lot of people that got to be talked about. There was a lot of bashing in the text messages on the Eagles, you know. So, but we also towards made some- who though? To the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles fans. Towards you, they bash themselves. No, let's see. Before we even get there, so let's talk about the Eagles' performance on Sunday. So. I'm gonna let DP take it away. Well, what's your thoughts on that? What do you think? Well, before I get into that, I gotta I gotta ask a question because I keep getting this. Oh, 12 and four. So we already talked last week and we got it on tape, so we can always rewind it back. The 12 and four was yo. This is I feel confident with my heart that we'll beat the Saints, but I also said that we wouldn't. So I had us at 11 and five. That's the bet that me and Mar made 11 and five. Everybody when we talked said 10 and six. So y'all mm-hmm. killing me for a prediction of 11 and five. And y'all got the Eagles ten and six. That was y'all prediction. So it's one game difference. I don't see how, I don't see how, it's like all this vitriol about what's going on. What you see from the Eagles, like if you gave them ten and six, you only picked them to win one more game. Now it was talked about that ten and six is trash, which I don't get because every ten and six playoff, every t- every team that made ten and six in the last four years made the playoffs. 
So I'm not sure how 10 and 6 is, is, is trash. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm trying to figure out how, you know what I mean? Like, like 11 and 5 is a bad prediction, and everybody else picked them to go 10 and 6. I originally picked 9 and 7. No, you said 9 and 7 or 10 and 6 is on tape. Yeah, oh. nine or seven and ten and six. You said twelve and four or eleven and five. You both yeah. picked two records. So, so, so it's a one game difference between the ten and six and and and, and the eleven and five. I bring up twelve and four. I don't bring up the eleven and five. Oh, okay, of course. Either way, y'all probably mess around and go four and twelve. The way y'all look. Oh, whoa, whoa. all right. Wait. To be honest. Wait. So now, it, okay, let's come up with Mar Mar. But, but can I can I get to your ten and six thing? Can I get to all your right. ten and six thing? Yeah, go ahead. Because when I mean 10 and 6 in our division is not good. Because like I said, if you already say the Giants and the Washington football team is trash, that's mm-hmm. already four wins right there. Mm-hmm. That's four wins. Mm-hmm. And then if you beat Dallas once, that's that's half of 10. Yeah, so five, have, five and one. That's what I had is going in the division. So you already have five wins from the division. Mm-hmm. And then the other five is teams in the NFL. Because I already said you guys are good in the division. You guys are not good in the NFL. You I can get, get five wins in the division. You so may you not say, get five wins. We may not get five wins in the NFL. That's why I said it can go nine and seven also. Okay. But, yeah, but I'm saying, so if you say ten and six, even nine and seven, that means we can get four other wins out of the out of the thing. Now, when we talk, because I don't know if it's this miscommunication of, like, y'all thought that I thought that the Eagles was going to be the Chiefs and go to the Super Bowl. When y'all ask, why did I think that the Eagles was going to go there? I said they record because we play Cincy. We play the Browns. Obviously, the Cardinals are showing us something different, but we didn't see that before the season started. So the Cardinals, um, once again, I thought us, I had us beating this Rams team because they lost a top running back and they lost a deep threat in the offseason. So I'm thinking, hey, they lost a top running back. They lost a, they lost a nickel cornerback in the offseason as well. So I'm thinking, all right, you know, turnover. So we talked about these type of things. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I, I could have saw us before the season – still six games. So that's why I just I just don't get it on the prediction side. I do agree that, you know, we don't look too tough. But, again, going into the season, uh, I think that the secondary – I mean, I don't – y'all can say what y'all want to say. I think the secondary is a product of what I didn't think was going to be an issue for us, and that was the running game because the running game was getting murdered. We, ran, we, we gave up 191 yards on Sunday on the ground. So 191 yards against an offense that already run pre-stab motion, a team that already already run a lot of play action. Once you giving up yards on the ground, everybody is going to bite. That's what happened. And a lot of the touchdowns, even from week one, was from the linebackers, not the not the safeties, not the cornerbacks. So that's what I that's why I said like, um, I think we going we went into this and this was, was supposed to be, and y'all, whoever y'all felt was going to be trash is not trash. Um, I don't think I think Darius Slay has been balling. Um, I, I got a text message that said that he was getting cooked by Cooper Cup, and he gave up one catch to Cooper Cup for three mm. yards. No, five yards. Mm. So I just don't see most of most of what I felt we was going to be good at. I feel like we 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 got better at uh, Darius Slay. Go look at what Terry McLaurin did game one against Darius Slay, and then what he did last weekend. Go look what Robert Woods did against the Cowboys, and look what he did last weekend against Darius Slay. Like unparalleled numbers. So he doing his job. It's just like I said to me. I think the biggest problem with the Eagles is their run defense is garbage. Javon Hargraves, he he only played 25 snaps. That was that was to me in the offseason, that was a big pickup. So I was excited to put him next to Fletcher Cox. And he he barely been on the field. So that's disappointing. And then Carson Wentz. Um I Carson Wentz, his ball placement, you know, he off target. He got he got 20 all target throws. That's most in the NFL. 15 is when he had a clean pocket. Um, and I just think that as a player, he's regressing. Um, you look at you look at routine throws, whether it's a five out route, whether it's a corner, um, and he's missing them by miles while guys is open. Ball placement, guys running across the field, the ball is behind him. Uh, he forcing the ball in the three in in, in 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 the in the double coverage, triple coverage. So I think offensively, if he could, if he was actually doing his job, then I think most of these games would look differently. That's 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 my take on it. Wow. That is fire. That's a lot of heat right there. So now, but Mar, Mar has some, he, he was trashing, he was trashing, you know, Gary Slay in the secondary. I'm sure Mar's got a lot he got to put on his chest out there. Chris as well. Go ahead and take the floor. I don't got, I don't got, listen, I don't got a lot to say. All I got to say is what I said at the beginning of the season is proving itself correctly. Unless y'all get pressure to that quarterback, y'all defense ain't worth it. 
That that's basically it. Y'all rely on your defensive line to make to make your defense basically. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you on Tate when you said that. And that's why I said that's why I thought Javon Hargraves that was a good pickup, but he barely been on the field. I'm thinking him next to Fletcher Cox, those two big boys, they're going to do what they got to do up front. I think, oh, and another thing that I think is the issue with the, uh, and I think Jonah mentioned this, and I, you know, I kind of like, was like, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but the linebackers, the linebackers can't get off of blocks. And so they can't even help in the run support. And that's, that's one of the biggest things that's hurting us as well. Even when you look at the Redskins, the offense kept giving the Redskins short fields. But if you look at all the big plays. The who? Huh? Oh, my bad. The, the Washington football team. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. The uh, no Washington. names. The no names y'all lost to. Washington. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, so like I said, like even when you look at that game, it was all on – it was – it was they was getting big plays on the ground. And they was already starting their possessions within – on our 40-yard line. So, I don't know. Um, I'm just looking at the things that I said, the reason why we was going to be good. And I, I still I still feel confident in that secondary. I still feel confident in the fact that the office, the defensive line to get it together. The only thing that I'm not confident in no more is my quarterback, which I never really was. But this year he just, you know, I just lost all faith in him. Wow. All faith in him. I mean. I never, I never was really a Carson Wentz fan from the beginning, but. Like wow. I said, like, I tried beginning. to give him the benefit of the doubt from the beginning. You got, we can call my guys in the Navy. When he got drafted, I was, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Wow. That's All crazy. I had to say is, Colin, the talks are over. My quarterback is better than your quarterback. Uh, okay. Let's, let's see what Mar says. Ain't no, uh, Let's see what Mar says, then we'll get back to that. Mar, we use. What's your opinion on, on the Eagles' performance? You was trashing the secondary. You was trashing Darius Slay. You was trashing us all Sunday. So, I'll just go ahead and lay it out. The floor is yours. Cooper Cup had five catches and 81 yards. He averaged 16 yards a catch. Cooper Cup was having 16 yards a catch. He that's not, that's not who Darius Slay – that wasn't the guy that Darius Slay was on most of the game. He was on Robert okay. Woods. Okay. Two catches okay. and 14 yards. Okay. And I talked about your old secondary, though, right? No, you said, your, you said you said Darius Slay wasn't a number one cornerback. I know, I but you said he wasn't a number one cornerback. That's number one cornerback numbers. Two catches for fourteen yards. It was Cooper Cup. No, he was guarding Robert Woods, who just got a big contract because oh of his play. Oh my god! Robert Woods is, is against he top five. Is he top ten? He had number one cornerback on the team. What are you talking about? You said I, said I wouldn't put Robert him Woods top five. Is Robert Woods top five or top ten? He the number one on the team. I'm confused. No, you're not answering my question. What is the question? You you saying is, is he a, Robert was a top He only top. can go who he go you against. Can't ask me a question to start talking, bro. I didn't yeah, ask you a question. You just said what's the question? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. What's the question? <laughs> you can't you is Cooper is is Robert was a top five, top ten receiver. No. Okay. Now the, the point is now listen. Go ahead. Listen. Him locking down Robert Woods, I'm not gonna like bash him and say he's supposed to do that, but at the same time. He's not one of those receivers. I suppose that if you're if if you're Darius Slay, I like Robert Woods isn't supposed to have one of those games where he goes off. He did his job, but I do also talk about your secondary as a whole because I said you didn't improve. And Cooper Cup averaged every time he caught the ball, it was a first down, damn near two first downs because it was 16 yards to catch. So like I said, the secondary terrible. And that was, was off a of, cup. Yeah, and that was off a of play action pass. They gave up 191 yards on the ground. So when you but, go and play action pass, where did most of it? Where did most of his yards come from? That's my point, though. That's my point, though. I already I said that before. That's not the started. secondary no, fault. Listen, listen. Okay, oh my gosh! How, listen, I said this. I said y'all play man a lot, and y'all don't have the type of corners to play man. And when they were catching y'all on play action, they were in man most of the time. That's what I was saying. Y'all can't play man. That's what I was getting at about y'all secondary. That's my whole point. Y'all can't play man, and it showed. No, I mean, I listen, listen. All I'm saying is, and I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is, if the running game is giving up that many yards on the ground, then everybody is coming down to support the run game because we're getting killed and gassed on the run. So guys is running in the secondary, yes, because because the run the running backs can't be stopped. So you need everybody to come down. Like even Jim Schwartz said in his press conference, he said, "Look, look." These guys, they was out of position because they kept getting us on the play action. Like, that was killing us. Now, if you say, well, it's because they're not man-to-man cornerbacks, most teams, most teams, if, if they give up 191 yards, their defense is going to have a bad day in the, in the passing game as well. Most teams, when you give up 191 yards on the ground, 
then everything is going to trickle downhill from that because everybody is going to try to now come and help press, uh, protect the, the, uh, the safeties, I mean, protect the linebackers and the D linemen because clearly they're not doing their job up front. So, like I said, I get what you're saying. And 81 yards, that's not a lot of yards. Like, that's all I'm saying. The, the, what killed it was this, five catches. What killed, this, what killed this was the tight – so that's what I'm saying. That, what I'm saying is he had, he had, like, two really big plays, which one of them was a screen pass. They did a play action, and then they let they 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 he ran to the middle of the field. He ran a five yard in, and then he turned around, and everybody else had spread out to try to stop the run. He was wide open in the middle of the field and ran down. That was like a, a twenty five yard, thirty yard play by itself. So it was big. It was it was big plays off of play action. It wasn't like guys was just going out there just getting murdered. And that's the, that's all that I'm saying. Like I think I, I don't put this game on the secondary. I put this game on the linebackers and the the defensive linemen for not holding their own um, in in the box. If you're a man to man corner, if you're assigned to stick one person on the field, no matter if it's a runner or not, when you're playing man as a cornerback, and even if you do commit to the run, you commit you you're supposed to force the running back back inside to everybody else. So well, that's even, what if you, you, no, even if you do get caught slipping on the play action, you still have to follow your man. There's no reason for getting beat, though. If you're getting beat on simple routes, man-to-man isn't just for you play action or not. I, I get the route is not was I, – I, never mind. It, the route is not what's killing you. It's your eyes in the backfield of the run. It's not the route that's, that's doing you in. It's you, your eyes is in the backfield, so you're getting caught slipping because your eyes in the backfield. That's your fault, then. I, nobody's nobody's not saying that it is not, but this is football. That's how it works. Like I'm sure we all played football before. Like if 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 if, you, if the running back is killing you, like I played DN, so my 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 role on the team was a little bit different. I was the guy to try to help push the running back, maintain outside containment, so the running back can't get to the outside and he got to push the ball um, through the middle. So my my role is different. But if the running backs is killing us, then now the safeties and the cornerbacks feel like, yo, we got to help out too. So all I'm saying is is I wouldn't put this game on my my secondary. I put this game on the front seven. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I didn't. I'm not putting it on the secondary. But I'm saying y'all did not improve. That's where I'm coming from, and it showed. Y'all uh, y'all, y'all y'all haven't improved. We gave up out of uh, out of all whatever teams that you deem as the top ten defenses. We gave up less passing yards through the air than they did. From our secondary standpoint. One. Sunday, and uh, I and I did it like I don't know who you consider a top ten because I wanted to look this up because I was like, damn, you know we we gave up two sixty seven to to Jared Goff, so I looked at what the Ravens gave up. They gave up two seventy five. The Steelers gave up two seventy six. The Bills gave up three three twenty eight. Chargers gave up three oh two. Chiefs gave up three ten, and the Buccaneers gave up three three sixty seven. So I don't know where you put them at as far as their secondary. I don't know. I'm just saying, but I looked it up like. Like two seventy, two sixty-seven is, is not bad. But I don't want to get caught up on that. No, I get it. I don't want to get caught up on that one. It's not all on your secondary. It's not all on the secondary. I'm just saying, it still looks like the same stuff from last year. Like I'm not surprised. That's all I'm saying. I'm not surprised. You think Stay still? He not a number. He not a number one cornerback. I don't think you. I don't think you guys have any number one cornerbacks. Uh, Slay not a number one. Uh, Can't play. You can't play man. You're not a number one corner. Okay. Richard Sherman's not even a number. Richard Sherman's not number one corner. He hides in his own three. We already okay. that's already been proven. Okay. All right. So now, so, so I'm gonna swing this question to uh, DP, and then I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna swing it up to Chris and Mark. But DP, what do you think the Eagles need to improve to keep their playoff hopes alive in the next upcoming games? I mean, well, the things that they can't do. Um, because I already the linebackers is going to be an issue for us all year. Um, they let go. Um, they let go. Nigel Bradham. They let go. Um, I forgot. I I forgot his name now. But they let go two linebackers. So I, I I can't see that changing. I think, like I said, consistent play from the quarterback. If Carson Wentz can reel it in, I think that can that can help us out a lot. Like I said, I look at the schedule. Uh, we got a break with San Francisco losing. You know, uh, Jonathan. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, John Solomon, yeah, him, and and losing uh and Bosa, so that that kind of helped us out on the front line as far as you know they their pass rush won't be as potent as it was before, but I mean like I said I don't know honestly I don't know um you got you got Cincinnati 
you know, once again, if we can't stop the run, you know, they got Joe Nixon, you got the Browns, we can't stop the run. They got Kareem Hunt and um and Chubb. So, I mean, looking at it like if the biggest thing that we got to fix is we got to fix the, the play of the quarterback. And I think um, the play, of the, the linemen and, 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 the, and the linebackers as far as stopping the run. If we can do that, I think that we give us a good chance to win some of these games because then that take away some of that play-action pass. And that's how I felt coming into the season. You know, we take we try to make teams one-dimensional because we was third in rushing. We was in third in run defense last year. So I'm thinking our defense was either going to stay the same or maybe get a little better as far as rush defense. And that'll make teams one-dimensional. And then, you know, it don't put a lot of strain on, you know, um, our, our secondary because me and Mar go at it. I like going at it with Mar. Like he's a cool dude. Um, but I don't think that our, like our secondary is not crazy. You know what I mean? Like I just like the additions of Slay and the additions of uh, Roby Coleman. You know what I mean? And I think that if we can get teams to be one dimensional by stopping the, the rush, I think we got a good job in the back end. You know, but if, if you can't do that, then most teams is going to fall apart if you can't stop the run. Okay, Mark. So hearing hearing from what DP is saying, so what do you think the Eagles need to improve on for them to keep their player hopes alive? Um, I know I come at the secondary pretty hard, but like I said, they're not the main problem. It's Carson Wentz, dog. Carson Wentz, if he doesn't turn it around, the Eagles are not gonna win. Yes, the run defense, yes, but at the same time, Carson is man, he's terrible. Yeah, that's wow. he's, he's really the wow. he's really the one that's that's holding the Eagles back. I think he's holding the Eagles back poorly. Well, okay, wait. So let me throw this in. Do you guys think Jalen Hurts should should get a should get a chance or or no? Am I overstretching it? It's um, only been week two. Yeah, but okay. by like week, if you lose, if you go zero and three by week four, week five, by week four, you may need to you may need to look look at him and. Like, you have nothing to lose at that point. So, when I was in the Navy, my guys, all my guys that I was with was from Bama. I don't know why, but, you know, I hung out with the Bama boys. So, all we did was watch Alabama on Saturday. Like, I didn't really watch college football, but I watched it with them. I'm not a big Jalen Hurts fan. I know what he did with Oklahoma once he went to Lincoln Riley, but Lincoln Riley make all quarterbacks look good. You know what I mean? So, um, I think – I'm not a I'm not a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying that he can't be good, but I think if, if we going if we decide that we're gonna bench Carson, I think that we should tank and go get Trevor Lawrence. That's that oh, that may be yeah. a hot take, but that's what I believe. If we if we if we gonna move on from Wentz, then we know we need to go get Trevor. Okay, so let's so let me swing the question to Chris. What do you think the Eagles need to improve on to keep their player hopes alive? Yeah, yeah, pass defense, run defense, and Carson needs to play a whole lot better than what he's playing right now, because. <laughs> he looking like Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles. <laughs> he looking like Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, man. Okay, oh, so now, is. oh man, so now you know. I don't. I actually want to touch on what DP has said about. So and and what Mars said. So Mars said, hypothetically speaking, let's say the Eagles do go zero four, zero five, and DP brother the whole thing about they should just tank so they could get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you guys don't even think about giving, like, Jalen Hurst a shot or even Carson Wentz maybe another time. You just really feel like if, if their season is that bad, they should just abandon Carson Wentz, just get a new quarterback. You guys are really, like, believing that? I mean, you can give Jalen Hurst a shot if you want, but kind of like what DP said, watching him in college, he, he, can, he can play the quarterback position, but he's not a true quarterback. He, like, he's not an NFL caliber quarterback. He's, a, he's basically just an NFL athlete. Mm-hmm. I think he could play – a different position besides quarterback, because I don't think he has the skill set of a NFL quarterback to play that position. Now, obviously, since you draft him as a quarterback, if Carson Wentz just falls off the face of the earth like he's doing right now, if he continues <laughs> the downward slide, give him a chance. I don't think he will do good in it. I don't think he'll do bad. I think he'll be mediocre to below average, which will show people that he's not really an NFL quarterback. He can play in the NFL. It's just not going to be a quarterback. So you know what I feel like? Oh, no, wait, my bad. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, I was just finished. I was going to say he can be like a Braxton Miller or a Terrell Pryor, somebody who just transitioned to another position. I don't know if it'll be wide receiver, but he can just be somebody like that. See, see, my fear is that, like, he's so dynamic. I feel like, because, I mean, Alabama, he was dynamic. You know, he wasn't like Lamar Jackson dynamic, but, you know, he can make plays with his leg. My only fear is that Doug and them, I believe that Doug and them can come up with a good game plan for him for him to steal a couple games. 
And if, if we, like I said, we moving on from Carson, then now my fear is that we steal those couple games and that take us out of the running for, for Trevor. So I feel like if we're going to move on from, um, if we're going to move on from Wentz, I'd rather just put Nate in the game and, um, and then see how we go from there. I, I think because for me, and I've been saying this, I think Doug Peterson offense is best with a pocket passer, somebody that's going to get the ball out on time, that can go through their progressions quickly, that is accurate in the intermediate, and then can take the shots. Like, that's what made Nick Foles good. And for whatever reason, it only made him good here. Thank he you. Can, he, can, he, can, he can do the intermediate passes. He can get the ball out quick. He can get the ball on time. He can go through his progressions. And then when you least expect it, he got one of the most underrated deep balls in the NFL. And I think that's what helped us. That's what allowed us to move forward. And like you see, once Carson come back in, he want to be too dynamic. He want to be like Patrick Mahomes. He want to be like guys that he not. And you see that he out there pressing. So I'd rather get, like I said, Trevor Lawrence, that I got it. I think will run the offense that Doug Peterson is putting in front of him. And I think he'd be good because Doug Peterson get a bad rap because of Carson. But we've seen that when Carson get injured and Nick Foles got to come in at the end of the season, he can get you playoff wins. He can march you down the field against a Bears defense and get you a game winning. Obviously, we know that the the uh, the missed field goal helped us, but he can get you a game a game um, winning touchdown. So I, I'm done with him. Oh, you're, you're done with Carson. You're basically like, okay, forget Carson Wentz. I just want a new quarterback. Yeah, I've I, I been done with him, though, for two years now. And Mar, Mar, Chris, you guys feel the same way? Are you guys done with Carson Wentz? I was never high on Carson Wentz. Wow. The Carson Wentz. And, and to be honest, when Carson Wentz got drafted, I always thought his ceiling was just a Derek Carr because that's what he, he played like. If you look at their numbers through their first three, four years in the league, the numbers are very similar. They both have breakout years, and they both just fell off. The th- difference is, though, Derek, you are, we see what Derek Carr is doing, so I'm not going to try to disrespect my quarterback like that. But we also see what Carson Wentz is doing. I already said the best Carson Wentz is a Derek Carr-level quarterback. Derek Carr-level quarterback. Okay. Yes. That, oh. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback, so I'm even trying to say it like it's disrespectful. Uh, no, I was just I didn't I never looked at it that way. That's a new way of be looking at it. Okay. So listen, like I said, look at the numbers of the first three, four years in the league and compare them. It's it's almost practically the same. Almost. And it's funny, it's funny, like it's funny that you said that because even um in a breakout year they both uh tore the ACL. Wow. Well, no, they, 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 yes, they both had leg injuries. injuries. Yeah, they both had leg injuries. They both had leg injuries. Crazy. The only di- the difference First was between the Eagles and the Raiders at the time is y'all at least had another system quarterback exactly. that could just yeah. carry the team. The Raiders yeah. didn't have that, which is why they lost to Brock Oswald of all people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brock Oswald. Who, who can forget about that contract the Texas gave him? All right. So, wow. You know, I actually want to touch on just one last thing before we end the episode. And so, basically, since everyone's giving up on, on Carson Wentz and you guys are pretty much not really that high on Jalen Hurts, I just want to ask, me not being a, a big college football fan myself, I just want to understand from Chris and DP standpoint, what makes Trevor Lawrence so special? Maybe, you know, fill me in because you guys are so high on him to the point where you guys are already two games in and you're ready to just discard Carson Wentz, like just put him back to the back burner. Like what, what about Trevor Lawrence that makes him so special? Why do you think he would be such let, a great player for Philly? Let, let me go first because I never said – I never said I'm just throwing Carson Wentz on the back burner. Like Mars said, I was never high on Carson Wentz to begin with. I was never high on him. Now, I'm not saying that the quarterback they need is Trevor Lawrence, but what I am saying is they could use somebody else. I don't know who that could be. They need a good – they can have a dynamic running, uh, running back. They could have a dynamic quarterback that fits that system, and Carson Wentz isn't fitting it. So – I don't know where exactly they could look in the NFL right now. I don't know who they can make a trade for. Because honestly, at the top of my head, the only person I could think of that could fit that system that Doug Pearson wants is Derek Carr. And I hope he doesn't come to Philadelphia because I'd be sick to my stomach if that happens. You'd have to be Eagles fan, huh? I sure wouldn't be. <laughs> well, I, I don't think – I think I think Gruden high on him because, you know, you see him come in and get rid of everybody except for him, so – I mean, Gruden and Carr had Gruden Carr had an on-off relationship, but I think it's at the best it's been since Gruden came back, which is why yeah. I like. And part of that is the reason why we beat the Saints yesterday. Shout out to them boys in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DP. Uh, yeah, back to the question I had threw at you. What, what? You're so high on Trevor Lawrence that you're just ready to just. You're ready. Well, I mean, I just when I when I look at Trevor Lawrence, you know, he a championship quarterback. 
Um, he's played in a lot of big games, a lot of big moments as as the leader too, not just as just just one of the guys. Uh, once again, you know, a pocket a pocket passer. He he has some some mobility, but you know, he get the ball out on time. Uh, you never really see you know his passes sell too much. You don't see you know ball placement. I think. And like I said, one of the biggest issues that I had with Carson Wentz, above a, all, a lot of the issues that I had with him, is his ball placement. The you know you got re- receivers running open, they got to turn around for the ball. Um, you got to jump higher to get the ball when when they when they got to step on a guy. I mean, you seen even as we was trying to come back. I don't know if it was I, I forgot if it was Irks or Goddard. They had a step on Jalen Ramsey, nonetheless. On Jalen Ramsey, nonetheless, you got to take advantage of that because that's that's that never happens. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And he threw the ball. I think he threw a back shoulder pass. Back shoulder pass. So it's just like I said, his ball placement. Okay. I think that Trevor Lawrence and he's gonna be a rookie. I think you know he'll come in. He'll be a rookie. He'll have some mistakes, but I'm getting rookie mistakes from a five year vet. So um, wow. I got to take that. That that wow, rookie mistakes from a five year vet. Okay, I guess I guess we'll end it off with this. I like. I like to thank everyone. That was oh, hold on, hold on. You gotta give hold Chris his, his, his floor. Oh, Chris. Yes, because ooh, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> so What's I'm up? coming directly at Colin. DP hmm. maybe coming at you a little bit. I, well, I wasn't on our sure. last one, so but we could talk about it though. Okay. So this is just for all the people that had no faith in the Raiders exposing the Saints yesterday. Ooh. Exposing them. Because mm. that's what they did. Now whoa, that we exposed. Whoa, 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 What you mean exposed? Whoa. You didn't see what we did? Three oh. You saw, first of all, whoa. what did Tom Brady do to that defense yesterday? Oh, I mean, and they said last week. Uh-oh. Huh? Oh. What'd you say? Michael Thomas didn't play. Okay, and? I'm going to see if didn't play, if you want to be honest. Terrell Williams didn't play. I wouldn't say exposed, though. Oh, wow. We didn't expose We didn't expose that defense. Three passing oh, touchdowns? You said the Saints. You said the Saints. You said the Saints. You said the Saints. You're okay. And what we did to Drew Brees? He didn't look like Drew Brees out there. He sure didn't. He did not. He didn't look like Drew Brees. Does that go outside we exposed the Saints? They're, the the second best receiver that they brought in to be that, cal- that second caliber receiver or to be the top receiver did have one catch in the final minute of the game. Question, question. I guess, I guess our question, I guess one of the worst secondaries in football. Question. Go ahead, Guar, get your question out. What did y'all expose? Ooh. Their de- we exposed their defense. We exposed their pass coverage on defense. Okay. Derek Carr <laughs> completed to 11 different receivers for over 200 pass yards and three passing touchdowns. And we exposed that they don't have anybody to guard a tight end. Because they put so many different people on Darren Waller, and he was being all of them. Mark said, okay. 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 He answered my question. All right, DP, you got any comment on that? What do you think about that? No, I mean, uh, watching the game, uh, it looked the same. I will say, I will say, and, and like I said, I'm not a Drew Brees fan, so I'm going to put that out there so y'all don't think I'm giving him a pass. I do think it's something about these old quarterbacks. they just not looking, you know, to their standard. I know Tom Brady has shown that. He 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 he's the, he he didn't last it a little bit longer, but um, even even in some of their good games, you look back and, and you see throws that's like I know that they wish they would have had back. So I seen it against the Tampa Bay when the Tampa Bay played the Saints. It was throws that I feel like those those line of quarterbacks that if, maybe if they was younger that they they wouldn't make. Um, but I mean I can't say I can't say anything about the Raiders. They played a, a great game. They got you know a really good young running back that's toting that rock. And so I believe that, you know, the Raiders got a good shot. Unlike Chris, Chris, who picked them to go, didn't he say something like seven and nine or I said I said at best we're eight and eight. We're probably gonna go seven nine. I don't I, listen, I was shocked we beat the Saints yesterday. I believe we could beat them. I was shocked we did it. I picked them. I was still shocked. No, but I like oh good. No, good. No, I was and I'm saying like seven and nine because of how weak our defense is. I mean, the best thing on our defense is we have a nice defensive line. We added Malik Jackson from what's his name, Malik Jackson? Yeah, we had Malik Jackson from um, Dallas, who's a good who's a good pass rusher. We got Max Crosby and Carol Freeland, or how do you pronounce his name, Carlin Farrell, who are good pass rushers. But that's about it. Our secondary is again one of the worst in football. One of the worst. Our secondary sucks. 
I don't know if it's because we're young or what it is, but it's terrible. Yeah, I like yeah. Lamar, I, I like Lamarcus Jordan and Jonathan Abram back there as a safeties. I like that, but our cornerbacks are still terrible, which is why I think that we're going to go seven nine because we need to rely on Derek Carr to have big games like yesterday to do that. But against a team like the Chiefs and the Chargers, who have good defenses, or what's another team we play? When we play Patriots next week, we have a bad def- who have a nice defense. You can't always rely on Derek Carr just to snap like that. Yeah, well, that's why I said I look looking from, looking at the game yesterday. I really like what I'm seeing from the Raiders as, as far as the offensive line play. I like. I mean, I was a fan of Josh Jacob obviously because all I did was watch Alabama football. Um, but like I said, I I I, I mean, I, I like I like what I see from the Raiders. I, if I had to make a prediction now, I don't have your schedule in front of me. I mean, I think maybe. Nine and seven, maybe. Honestly, if they if they can play like that consistently, I just don't know who y'all play. So I don't know what defenses y'all go up against. I know y'all go y'all play against the Chiefs twice a year, but then y'all play against the Broncos twice a year. They just lost their quarterback, and then who's the who's the uh, third team in that division? Chargers. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. So I'm gonna say. I mean, and knowing us, we always lose. The Rays always lose one to the Broncos. More than likely, lose one to the Chargers. And can't beat the Chiefs, so that. But this is like why I'm saying why we're probably gonna go seven to nine. Like we're they're on the rise. They are in, moving the right direction, but they're they're not going. They might be in the hunt at best, but I don't see them going above eight and eight. And, but it, also, again, this also goes back to like how much we're improving. We held Cameron Jordan, Cameron Jordan, to only five tackles yesterday, and that was without the our right tackle playing or mm-hmm. you know, left or left tackle. Yeah. Yeah, right, Andy. One of them. He got Richie. We just—it was practice squad players blocking him. All right. So I think Chris, you got—you feel like you got everything off your chest now, Mr. Radio well, scene? I'm, I'm cool. And you already know, still undefeated. Unlike y'all, leave us winless. Absolutely. Uh, nice to know that. All right. <laughs> now <laughs> that concludes uh, episode three of the Restricted Zone podcast. It was real. The energy was crazy. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mar, DP, Raph. Thank you, Chris. I greatly appreciate you guys for coming. I'd like to thank everyone that's tuning in to listen to this episode. Please enjoy it and give us feedback. And we'll see you next week, this Saturday, for the Restricted Zone podcast, episode four. Thank you.